Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the I Am Affirmational Podcast, where we work through reprogramming how we view ourselves and manifest our goals through affirmation and reflection. I'm your host and hype man, Brittany O, and I've used affirmations to help manifest wins in my life from switching careers to attracting money. Now I'm committed to helping others use affirmations to manifest and achieve the things that they want out of life. If you're looking for more affirmations to add to your daily routine, you've come to the right place. And I hope that the affirmations I share bring value and positive outcomes. Now, without further ado, let's start today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the I Am Affirmational podcast. And I am so sorry that I missed last week's episode, but it is another week and another convo. Like everybody else, there's always a lot of things that are going on, but here I am again, making sure that I'm showing up for not only myself, but showing up for you guys. It's important. It's important to be consistent, and I want to be a vision for that, that consistency, that understanding, that growth, being able to take a deep breath, even though we get derailed and get back on course, right? And so this episode is titled, I Am That I Am. And really, I'm not going to center center this around the Bible or anything like that. Nothing religious. Um, But this week, it's just going to be about being. And just being is hard to do. Especially in this age of hustle hustle culture. Um, Everybody is trying to do something all the time. They feel like they have to be something all the time. And we feel guilty for taking times for ourselves or even just resting and doing nothing for a day for no reason at all, just to do something, just to rest, just because we want to do it. We always feel the need to have to explain ourselves. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to take five minutes because of it. Like we shouldn't have to explain ourselves to just be right. It's hustle culture and it's capitalism because capitalism will turn people into workaholics and make you feel like if you're not working enough, you're not being productive enough, then you're not doing what you're supposed to do and really living is about having a human experience. And naturally, as humans, we are not supposed to be working from sunup till sundown. We can't. But we're just really supposed to experience life and experience nature, right? So I just want to remind you that sometimes it's okay to just be as long as you're not doing anything but just being. Like your goals are still relevant. Having a purpose is still relevant. But every now and then, it's okay to give yourself permission to just be. And it's also okay to take time to reflect on who you are, all the positives and all of the negatives, and just really think and self-reflect, how well do you know yourself? Like, what are your triggers? What is one thing that you can't go without and why? I mean... I don't even know how to answer that question. (laughs) Something that I've worked my way through. What can I, I can't go without a pen and paper. 
because I love to write. That's the why. I can't go without pen and paper or a computer that I can type my thoughts out on because being creative is one thing that I really love to do in regard to writing. But it's something that I have not really allowed myself enough time to do. I haven't just allowed myself enough time to just be and sit and write with no, well, let's say, it's not that I don't have the time. It's that I don't have the time without distraction. I'll say that because I do try to make the time. But I have a five-year-old. And if you know anything about five-year-olds, they like a lot of attention. They like to make a lot of noise. So I do have a little distraction. But if I could just sit uninterrupted for hours, I would do nothing but write. Read or write. So that would be my one thing that I just can't go without. Pen and paper. And then another one, another thinking prompt is what's something or someone that makes you extremely happy? Doesn't have to be a romantic partner. Doesn't have to be family. But what's that one person that makes you extremely happy? Like when you're around them, you just feel like you're in your happy place. You're in a good place and you just feel like nothing in life can go wrong if this person is in your presence. For me, it's my five-year-old. <laughs> as crazy as he is, our cuddle time that we have, when I put him to bed at night, he likes to always just cuddle up to me. Like I have to cuddle up with him in his bed, kind of sway side to side, and rock him to sleep. And that is our precious cuddle time at the end of a busy weekday. And that is where I think he may feel the most safe, but... Also, I feel the most safe in that moment when we're just together hugging, cuddling as he slowly drifts to sleep. I feel like all is right in the world. Every worry that I have doesn't matter because I know that this little precious person is like everything, right? That is, that is the person that makes me happy. And... Uh, Another prompt to think about when you're doing your self-reflection is, what's your little weird talent that nobody knows about? Like, what is your little quirky feature that you don't share with other people because it's embarrassing? My little secret hidden talent is, I'm going to date myself, but if you were born in like the late 80s or 90s and you watched Nick Jr., there was a show called Gullah Gullah Island, right? And Gullah Gullah Island was about a family um, who were part of the Gullah Geechee culture in the Carolinas, South Carolina. And um, there was a character called Binya Binya Pollywog. I can make the voice of Binya Binya Pollywog. That is my secret talent that nobody knows about. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a sample of it right now. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's weird to do. That bingy bingy. Bingy bingy. Bingy bingy That is my quirky secret talent. Shh. Don't tell anybody, okay? It's just between us. Another prompt when you're really trying to get to know yourself. What do you think? Makes you a dynamic being. 
okay. Because we're all special. We all have something special. And we have something special within us that makes us dynamic. And I would say what makes me dynamic in a way, and it's nothing, I don't think, it's not really special, but everybody doesn't have the capacity to do. And that is, I will actually work harder for people that I care about (laughs) than I would for myself. And I guess that's like a selflessness, maybe. I, I don't know, but I know I put a little more energy because I really, really want somebody who's trusting me to do something for them. I really want them to succeed because they trusted me to do it. And so that gives me like a little extra oomph. And it makes, I believe it makes me reliable to other people. So I guess that feeds my need to feel needed in a way. But we're all multifaceted. We're all dynamic. We're all imperfect. And even still, we're so magical and unique. The power that we have from within, we just really need to tap into it. And so again, it's okay to just be. If you want to do a little meditation, what I would suggest is you just lay down, flat on your back, do some deep breathing, in and out, and then slowly let each part of your body fall asleep. Like, just make it fall asleep, starting with your toes and your feet, working your way up through your shins and your knees, working your way to your thighs, letting your fingertips fall, your wrists, your elbows, your upper arms, your hips, your gut, have that navel come down to your spine, let your spine be at rest, all the way up to your shoulders, let those be at rest, to your neck, let your neck be at rest, all the way up until you reach to your brain. And you can do that meditation anytime. Even as I'm talking, I just feel all my limbs just going numb and getting sleepy and tired um, because I was getting into it a little bit. But that's one way to just rest your mind when you're getting ready to just be laying down, rest. Just slowly just shut down each system mentally. Work your way from your toes on up to your head, but like stop at different body parts. Make sure that they're resting so that you can rest, so that you can be at rest. And it's hard. And sometimes you have to let people, when you don't live alone and you got family over and children, you have to, hey, listen here. I'm taking 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, for me. Don't bother me. Don't call me. I'm not here. Set some boundaries. Because if you don't, you are going to lose your mind. And I don't want that, and you don't want that, and I'm pretty sure that your family doesn't want that, so you time to just be, to just be, to just do self-reflection, to just do something that you love to do on your own, like a hobby that brings you joy, a happy place. You deserve all of those things. That is a trinity. You deserve to just be, 
You deserve to self-reflect. And you deserve to have your hobby that makes you happy. And also being in the spirit of just being. Sometimes you have to set up that boundary to not take on anything that doesn't serve you. To not take on any worry that is not going to impact you in the grand scheme of things. Because worrying doesn't do shit but make us worry more and give us anxiety, which will end up giving us a heart attack, acute angina, stress ulcers, etc., etc., etc. So also just being is relinquishing control, which is hard for those who are control freaks, right? We can't control people. We can't control things. We can't control outcomes. We can try our best to plan. We can have plans on top of plans on top of plans. But at the end of the day, nothing is in your control besides the remote control to your TV. Nothing or your phone is in your control. Until those things shut down too, then what? Nothing is in your control. So part of just being is also knowing how to relinquish that desire for control and just flow. And you'll find in so many ways when you relinquish control over situations, things just flow better. And they actually get easier because that control, that need for control creates resistance. So let go of the control. You got to. If you just want to be in a place of just being, and just being, just sitting, no control, no control. And I'm going to keep this episode super duper short, so these are the closing affirmations. Repeat after me. I am present and I am grounded. In this moment, I have everything I need. I am exactly where I need to be. I am not my thoughts. I am not my fears. I will not worry about things I can't control. Instead, I will focus on what I can control and let go of the rest. I allow myself to take one moment at a time. And it's okay to be kind to yourself. And this is the end of today's episode. And I just want to let you guys know that I'm so grateful and thankful for you listening in as I just rant and rumble off. Um, It means so much. And I am going to continue to show up, not just for you guys, but also for myself. This is part of my self-reflection process. Remember, I talked earlier in this episode about self-reflection 
having moments to do your hobbies and having moments to just be at peace. You deserve those three things and you deserve to be able to have boundaries around that. And it's okay to have boundaries around that. I hope that you understand that. And I hope that you learn to put boundaries in place so that you can have a moment to yourself to just be your mind, body, and spirit. Well, thank you for it. I look forward to checking back in with you guys next Sunday. Peace. If you've enjoyed this episode of the I Am Affirmational podcast, please subscribe so that you can be notified when a new episode is added. If you have questions or would like for me to add affirmations around a specific goal, feel free to email me at IamAffirmationalPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, believe it, achieve it, receive it. And what is for you will come to you with the least possible resistance. Nothing is going to come to you if you're not moving. So be about that action. Talk to you all next time. Bye.